All right, Region 3, we start off with Arlington. The Blazers going up against the College Station Vipers. Arlington, number 2, 183, strength of schedule, 17-1. Uh, and one. Um, They're back on the NTT for the third straight year, and they have not won a game. Um, <laughs> so uh, last year they were the one seed, and they lost. Uh, so that was definitely less than they expected. Um, mm-hmm. This year, College Station... Not a great conference. They have the worst strength of schedule in the league. They are 156. They have lost four games against the worst schedule in the league. Um, I mean, two of those are against Naples. and I mean, I think all of them except their game against Oklahoma City um, were against top, top 100 teams. But, yeah, this is just rough. Uh, mm-hmm. If... <laughs> uh, so, Raz3, you made the NTT. Congrats. You've made the NTT a decent amount. Last year, you made the RTT. Um, I, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to rip on a team, but you're, you're, you're going to have a tough time winning this game. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, Arlington is number eight in true shooting percentage, number seven in true shooting margin, number one in assists, and number one in turnovers, and number two in points. So, Coach Ole Miss, I think you're going to get your first win here. Yep. Yep, I think you're right. I mean, I, you know, I, I actually don't think a college station is the worst team we've looked at in the tournament. Like, I mean, really? it, yeah. it, it, their, uh, like, resume is not great, but they at least have some guys that can put together some games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not great games, but de- okay games. But I think that Arlington beat Blazers are just like the real, real deal this year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at, at the top, it's Kevin Gilbert, Antonio Jackson, both, both 60% true shooting, uh, true shooting percentage plus, yeah. um, two steals a game from Kevin Gilbert. That's really fun. Along with his five assists. Um, they don't turn the ball over at all. Now this is all, context uh strength schedules 183rd so another team where it's like oh man they just didn't play another they're 17-1 but didn't play tough strength of schedule so yeah. i would really i don't know if arlington schedules is out of conference games um it's hard to tell because some of these are like more active coaches that he played this year but um i would encourage him to do it i think it'll really bolster that strength of schedule but yeah, he's, he's also the number two team in the nation so yeah he's showing the pntt next year so oh cool that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's really exciting, especially as a team who's you know won or gotten to the NTT the last three years and for the first three times. So, um, yeah, that's exciting for sure. Uh, let's look at the eight nine matchup. We got the Odessa uh, Jacksonville Sun, coached by Coach Big Tate nine hundred four. This is his first ever NTT. Congratulations, Coach. Um, let's go. Last year they won the DTT, uh, so okay, okay. they won it. But they were in the DTT, you know, and yeah, and that's a huge jump, you know, to mm-hmm. make it. And so they they made it by winning their conference tournament. Um, they might have had a tough time making it if they didn't, but you know, mm-hmm. they come in, get an eight seed. They're going up against Independence, uh, the Communist. Um, a little bit of an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin McLean, the point guard. Uh, 23 and uh, 6. Uh, yeah. So, and then Dallas Dickman's the probably the best player for Odessa, unless I'm missing someone, I probably am. 
I mean, Anthony Kelly's pretty fun too. Uh, yeah, three point yeah. seven assists, four blocks, point eight turnovers. Right. So it's a fun team right there. Um, Odessa is the number ten team in true shooting margin, number four team in blocks, number four team in turnovers. Where uh, the Independence is number two in three points attempted, and number six in points. Or, ooh, Sorry, they are not six in points. <laughs> uh, I was going to say they're 79 a game. <laughs> they're number two and three points attempted, though. Um, so, it uh, should be a fun matchup. Um, you know, tough schedule with lots of losses. There's mm-hmm. a little less losses and a little easier schedule. Um, but, man, Odessa's just been way overperforming this year. So, congrats, Coach. You've been doing a great job with those guys. Mm-hmm. Whose son did you say he was? Jackson Dills. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, yeah, congrats, Coach. So, um, oh, I see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's getting late, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're called the Odessa Jack Odessa Jacksonville son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they're Jacksonville's. Oh, gosh. It, yeah, it's been a long week, guys. Um, cool. Well, uh, anyways. Um, and my, and my Chrome isn't responding. Um, I, I will say this. I mean, I, independence is here, here in and year out. Um, or sorry, they have been the last couple of years, really, really good team though. A couple of really good classes, whereas Odessa is kind of led by one and a half, uh, classes, um, plus Dick man. Um, yeah. I, I think independence is a little bit better here, even though they've played or they're, they've lost a few more games. Um, yeah. I just think they have more top end talent, even though, like I said, Dickman's pretty good. Um, so I really like yeah. Jim Allen, really like Benjamin McLean. So I'm going with the independence here. Yeah. Um, so the fa- 413 matchup is Aspen, the fourth plateau. Um, they've also struggled to win an NTT game. Uh, as he said in the NTT thread, uh, Arlington has nothing on Aspen. Um, <laughs> 15th ranked, uh, they went, th- yeah, they won both conference 21 uh, title and the tournament. You got Noah Nice, the junior um, center, Isaiah Sum- Sumner, the freshman point guard. Seems like a good little one-two combo. The 13th seed is the Cooperstown Glove. They won the gloves. Uh, I am Nutter, 25. Uh, they won conference four uh, tournament. They got some good classes. Darius Martin, their junior uh, point guard, is a really solid player. Um, yeah, so uh, you look at these two teams. Um, Cooperstown is not top ten in any statistical category. Aspen is the number six team in assists. They're the number six team in turnovers and the number two team in free throws. Attempted to pass it around a lot, draw a lot of fouls, and try and win that way. Uh, yeah, what do you see in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, uh, all of Cooperstown's uh, uh, starters tend to foul a decent amount, all or above two fouls per game, including yeah. their their power forward Weston two, um, it's three fouls per game. That's that's typically a sign that uh, you know a team struggles. They they definitely they got fouled more than they fouled, but. Um, That'll also happen in a bad strength of schedule. And so I love that Aspen attacks the rim, um, gets to the line a lot. Um, 
And so I, I do really like Aspen's team this season. Um, I think that they're set up pretty well to at least win this game, if not a couple. Yeah. And not to mention Cooperstown's coach is a nutter. So. Right, right. He is very active coach in uh, T-League, so I know he's got, you know, tons of seasons of knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and has even won some championships there. But, um, yeah, I just don't know if his team is, uh, is ready to win some games here. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's look at the 5-12 matchup. Rockford, the Files, uh, going up against Carnegie Peanuts. You know them very well. Um, I, I do. Just, should I skip this team? Yeah. Um, I, do you I'll, not want to talk about it? I'll, I'll tune out for a second. <laughs> so Rockford, you know, Eduardo Bates, Sebastian Gentry, uh, Wesley Butts, um, Zachary Medea, Medina. Um, and then, you know, Carnegie, uh, they got Daniel Johnson and Javante Wilburn. Pretty much anyone that Jimmy's ever recruited is on their team. Uh, mm-hmm. So yep. uh, Carnegie is number six in three points attempted, number four in opposing three points attempted, number two in true shooting percentage, number three in true shooting margin, number seven in rebounding um, margin. Rockford is number four in assists, and that's the only statistical category. They are in the top ten. Um Carnegie is one of those paper champions. You know, you look at them and mm-hmm. they have incredible recruiting rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always, they, I don't want to say they always, they have underperformed a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't made the NTT in, in a while. They haven't made the NTT since season 13, um, which, or sorry, season 15, which still doesn't feel real, you know, they, right. with, with the talent they've had, but mm-hmm. um, they won their conference and then they did something in the conference <laughs> tourney. I won't mention it. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, I mean, this is a really good matchup. This really mm-hmm. speaks to the parity. I think Rockford's a solid team. And I think Carnegie's really good too. Carnegie's lost three games this year. They lost to the Peepers. They lost to Camden Brawlers, which is really a bad team. Yeah, um, it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense at all. And then they lost to the Llamas by uh, 17 in the third game, Atlanta. So they haven't played an NTT team all year. Um, and Thanks. Just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, they have talent. They've won a lot of games. They've won seven games in a row, two against mm-hmm. a really solid Rochester team. That team's, that team's good. Uh Montpelier, I mean, I think they're very underrated. 102 seems pretty low to me for them, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a good coach, uh, building a good team there. I, I mean, I think they're going to give Rockford some problems. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what do you think? I, I, I will say I think that I feel really bad for both coaches because I think both of these teams are Sweet 16 teams, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, Rockford has... The 11-15, 11-28, 11-24 class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but just drop some games that um, they probably shouldn't have this year against St. Cloud. St. Cloud seems to have gotten a lot of really good wins, so they must have lost to a bunch of really bad teams. Yeah. Um, and, and then Cleveland. Um, you know, Flagstaff and Waterloo are understandable games. Um, but then, you know, you mentioned the games with for Carnegie. 
Um, I do think a team is fair, somewhat susceptible to losing to bad teams when they run slow. When you just limit the, the possessions, you don't have as much opportunity to um, give your guys the, the ball and, and to run up the score. And so I think that that will occasionally happen to teams that run slow. Um, but, man, I mean, this is really tough because I think whichever team here it has a really deep run for them. Um, so I'm going to pick Rockford because of um, sort of the slowness of Carnegie and, and keeping it close. And then I think that the depth there for Rockford will win out. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's look at the next matchup. we got the two seed, um, the Albuquerque Atomics. Coached by Coach McMire, 14 and 4, number 7, 25th strength of schedule. Um, another one of those ones, it's like 14 and 4, and they're number 7. You know, right. they do play a right. tough schedule, but it's not, it's only 25. It's not, right. it's not crazy. Um, and they made the PTT last year, so they went all the way up to um, a two seed in the NTT, so that's pretty cool. Uh, going right. up against the Macon Gorillas, um, you know, Macon's led by Brian Dickerson. Um, and Albuquerque is obviously led by uh, Gene Carlo Henneman. Um, and I just love the, I mean, McMyers really turned this program around this year and, you know, they didn't have the best showing in the, in the PNTT, but, you know, they, they went two and three in the regular season and then, um, they beat some really solid teams in the, in the regular season. They're a defensive team. Uh, you look at Albuquerque, they are, um, number six in defensive free throws allowed, number 10 in opposing true shooting percentage, and number eight in fouls. Um, and Macon, uh, who won their conference tournament, is number five in opposing three points allowed, and number nine in assists. Does Macon have any chance in this game? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if they do, it's, it's going to be on Brian Dickerson's back. Um, mm-hmm. Mason, Mason Sharif seems to be not an amazing defender. Um, but he has to be at least somewhat decent if he's playing and not doing that super well offensively. Um, but I, I just don't think that they can do it. I think, you know, Giancarlo Hinneman was a guy that was looked at quite a bit, um, has been producing for them. Um, and I think they can at least slow down Dickerson enough for McMire to get a, a win here. And again, condolences to him. You know, even want him to do well. Just lost his mom, and so um, cheering for him as well uh, for that. Not nothing against golf team, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I horrible. Know. I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. um, okay. Well, let's move on to uh, yeah the next one. Um, we got Tempe, the T Wayne X going up against Richmond Richmond Demolition. Um, so yeah, Richmond's back in the NTT after a year in the, um, RTT and, uh, Tempe's back in the NTT after a couple PNT, PTTs and RTTs. They've never been in the PNTT. So I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> don't want to give them, don't want to give them too much credit, you know? Right. Uh, right. Andre Ellis, the junior small forward, 21.4 points a game. Um, yeah, solid player, Robert Waters uh, for Tempe. Richmond, they won their conference tournament uh, behind Andrew Bach and uh, Abhishek Simmons. Richmond is 
number seven in three points attempted. And that is the only statistical category they're top 10 in. Tempe is number five in true shooting percentage and number five in rebounding margin. So um, Richmond kind of made a Cinderella run to uh, make it to the uh, NTT. As th- I mean, not a bad seed, but, you know, as a mm-hmm. three seed, and they just kind of dominated their competition, mm-hmm. uh, winning big, almost 20 points in every game. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what do you see in this matchup? Yeah, this is an exciting matchup. I mean, both teams have super efficient scores. Gillens for Tempe uh, and Robert Waters for Tempe. And and then um, for Richmond, uh, Simmons is they're, – they're all right around 60% true shooting, right? Yeah. Um, which is a real, like an elite number. And so I think that this could be a really exciting game because they – you know, uh, Tempe doesn't seem to be able to stop teams super well defensively. Um, Richmond seems a little bit better defensively, but um, they also played the worst strength of schedule. Um, and so I, I think it's going to be an exciting game. I do uh, think that Tempe maybe has a little bit more top-end talent, whereas Richmond has a little bit more depth. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go Richmond here. Um, okay. Yeah. Great. All right, let's look at the 3-14 matchup. We got Golf Shore, the Musters. Mustard Tigers coached by Coach Buford Hawk um, going up against Ithaca Warriors out of Conference 5 with that 3-1 freshman class of Marshall Stewart and Matthew Rutherford. Um, yeah, those are their, those are by far their best players. Um, a little bit, I mean, it could be a little bit of a matchup problem with uh, Gulf Shore's 6-6 uh, power forward going up against mm-hmm. Rutherford. Um I mean, you, no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be picking an upset here um, because Gulf Shores is just so, uh, so talented, you know. And right. they've won right. two NTT titles. They've made it to the championship game last year. They made it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Joshua Klein. You got Brian Flowers. Um, but I, I wonder if there's a little bit of matchup problem, and they've lost. They lost two games, and they didn't have the schedule. They lost to Manassas, and they lost to Savannah. On paper, Gulf Shores looks like the best team in the country, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they they look incredible. Like they should, right. they should just blow by. But um, they've had they. I mean, you you you'd think they you th- you look at their schedule. Um, they did beat Jefferson City by twelve, but you think, yeah, this team should be should be you know. Um, blowing teams out of the water 18 and 0 <laughs> yeah yep. you know they, sh- they they shouldn't have lost to savannah you know and right you, you look at that game and uh there there wasn't crazy foul trouble or anything like that but right they, so it's just kind of confusing you know mm-hmm. um so uh golf shores is uh number six in true shooting percentage number 10 in assists number eight in steals and then Ithaca is number three in steals. So uh, does Ithaca have a chance here? You know, I want to say so just because Matthew Rutherford is like ridiculous. Yeah. 69.6 true shooting percentage. Um, that is like, that is elite, elite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so anything above 60 is just absurd. And so to get close to 70 with seven, 17 points a game, I wonder if he just can't get him to shoot more. 
Because yeah. I really, I'm like, why is Nazir Leather Ledford taking any sort of shot uh, yeah. volume away from him? You know what I mean? Um, like I am feeding that man, and it's re- like I think D'Angelo Gangler is probably a big reason for that too. Eight point three assists per game is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But then you turn to Gulf Shores, and it's like not only do they have guys that will take the shots in Brian Flowers and Joshua Klein, but they they make them as well and are super efficient. And so yeah. um, I think that Gulf Shores has done a better job of sort of focusing uh, their scoring to their more efficient scores. Um, and so I just think, yeah, I think Gulf Shores is a favorite for the title, uh, let alone this game. Yeah, I will say, I mean, it's really hard to know with a team that's 234 strength of schedule. And it's not right. like they've won. I mean, they've lost games they they shouldn't have. You know, they lose to Syracuse. Right. They lose to Dover. Um, right. But you you just kind of look at it and it's like, well, you know, if D'Angelo Gingler's not in there to score for sure, he he better be a good defender, right? And, <laughs> right. You know, and you kind of look at their lineup and it's like, yeah, maybe they match up kind of well, you know, just uh-huh. like putting their defensive guys on golf shorts, best players. And it's like, sure. I mean, I would hope, I mean, Rutherford is probably salivating at this matchup, you know, right. it's like, can you get him the ball? Can, can you just get him? Can you get him 20 shots? Right. Can you get him 25 shots? You know, right. Can you, right. Can you, can you like, can you, you take down their, the other guy's shots and be like, hey, Rutherford, we're going to ride or die with you, and we'll right, see what's right. going to happen. Yeah, you replicate that um, that like true shooting percentage on like 25 shots, and, and he's scoring like 40 points pretty yeah. easily. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you're Ithaca, if you're Wayne B, you got to do something drastic because it's like you're playing a three seed. What you're do you probably going to lose anyways. Right? Yep, yep, you know? exactly. So, I'd love to see something like that. I'd love to see him go off. That'd be a lot right. of fun. Oh, you would love it, especially because you have to play Gulf Shores next round if you win. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely love it. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of that, let's uh, let's talk about our game, my game. Uh, Brunswick Surcharge, coached by Coach Ratbite. Um, they won Conference 1, lost in the Conference Tournament. Uh, interesting team. Defensive I mean, they are holding teams to 49.4 points right. per game. <laughs> That's ridiculous. 229 strength of schedule, but even right. still, you know. Um, right. And so, and then we got us, the Nashville syrup, um, fairly balanced. We rely a lot on Godin, Ratchford um, to really be our scorers. We're not the most efficient scoring team. We'll look at this. Brunswick is number one in opposing true shooting percentage number two in true shooting margin, number two in fouls, number one in defensive points allowed. So they're not going to want us to score at all. <laughs> we might not right. score much. Uh, right. We are number three in offensive rebounds and number seven in blocks. So um, man, I don't have to get in a shooting match with these guys. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, we've scored a lot of games in the 80s, played a fairly tough schedule. Not playing our best basketball, that's for sure. Um, yeah, just we lost by 17 to Bloomington. I thought we were going to miss the tournament. Mm-hmm. Snuck in as the third to last team in. Um, Brunswick, they also lost in their conference tournament uh, to Allentown by seven. You know, um, but for the most part, they've been in the 70s, 60s mm-hmm. all year for points. 
it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, mm-hmm. We're not a great efficient shooting, but if we can get a lot of rebounds, we got a shot. Yeah, you, you made a great case for why I'm not going to watch this game. <laughs> um, what, the first reason is I can't because we we don't have these games. This is fake basketball. But the second reason <laughs> is is because it's going to be like a, you know, like 2000s Pistons game, yeah. except for not NBA length. Uh, so it's going to be like, four, I think it's going to be like 52 to 47. You know yeah. what I mean? Has a high chance of that happening. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really, really hard to tell. I mean, regardless of your strength of schedule, it's absurdly... Um, like ridiculous that a team holds their opponents to 39% true shooting um, mm-hmm. and 49 points per game like that. Like I could probably walk into a gym and shoot 39% true shooting, even if Gadfly doesn't think I can. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I think that looking at the strength of schedule and looking at what you guys have had to do and you're still, you know, winning the true shooting percentage margin um, in, in your games. Um, I think you guys have had it a rough, rough go of it recently, but Godin and Retford being in foul trouble has really not helped you. And so I do think you guys pulled this one off, but I think it's definitely a, a close matchup. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And I think the key might be, like, can we can we get the offensive rebounds, you know? Right. Uh, and it's like, we're going to miss a lot of shots because they're an incredible defensive team. But, right. But if we can... If we can get those, if we can get extra possessions, you know, and um, yep. take care of the ball and not do stupid stuff, which I think those are probably our strong suits. It's not, we're not a great shooting team, but mm-hmm. but we we are great at getting rebounds, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Ratchford getting three point eight um, offensive rebounds a game, Best getting two point seven, um, could bode well for us. So yeah, yeah, for sure. All yeah. right, so let's look at the bracket as a whole. Um, we both took Arlington. Um, so I got Arlington over Independence, uh, Carnegie over Aspen, um, Albuquerque over Tempe, and Gulf Shores over Nashville. Um, I'm going to take Gulf Shores over Albuquerque. Um, and... Arlington over Carnegie and Arlington going to the final four over uh, golf shorts. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, somewhat similar. I have Arlington over independence, uh, Rockford over Aspen, uh, Albuquerque over, I think I pick Richmond and then golf shores over you guys. And then I have golf shores and Rockford meeting in the elite eight. And then I've got golf shores in the final four. Okay. I actually wrote that down before you even said it because I knew you were going to pick golf shorts. <laughs> sure, sure. I'd already sort of alluded to it, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and speaking of golf shorts, Joshua Klein is just incredible. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Bram Flowers. I'm um, still <laughs> bummed. I missed out on that 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one tie on that guy. That guy is so good. Yeah, I that's ridiculous. Um, uh, any other players you want to watch in this group? Um. Well, just closed out of some stuff by accident, so... Um, I mean, love Kevin Gilbert out of Arlington, um, sort of their one, two punch at guard are really fun. Um, you look at like the Rockford Carnegie matchup again, really, really fun matchup. You got the Edgardo Bates and then, uh, sort of the combo of Javante Wilburn and Daniel Johnson, um, 
is really fun. Man, I'm so mad about Javante Wilburn. I had him at 32 points and almost put more points on him, and I was like, eh, I might have him clear. And then uh, uh, I was tied with Carnegie at 32. I actually had a one-point lead. But, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, Lost man. Lost him. I, yep, he wouldn't have even chased him if I uh, had put those five extra points on him. Um, and then, you know, we're talking about Brain Flowers, Joshua Klein that, that you just mentioned. and um, yeah. I think Godden is going to have to do quite a bit for you guys. So uh, definitely yeah. play it or watch. Yeah, Giancarlo Henneman. Um, and I really like I really like Claiborne. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's a fun player. You know, yes, yeah, fairly just efficient guy that gets a lot of assists. Does everything the right way, you know. Right. Um, so we'll see some good players. Sorry if we missed your um, your player. We probably did, obviously. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's Region Three, um, and. Sometime. I'm not sure when. (laughs) We'll get region four. So, yep. Thank you so much. Yep. Talk to you guys later.